0: Julie Murphy here, and I am here to show you some live people with lives that thrive. Angela has agreed to join me here. She and I have been working one on one, and uh, as you guys all know, that um, it's about waking up to the real wealth in your life you know, whether it's financial, personal, relationships, it's all correlated because we don't separate the two. And I just want to remind people to hit that subscribe button, like. And that notification bell so you know where I can help you the next time to help you with your life to thrive. Angela, thanks for coming on today. I know it was a little last minute, but um, <laughs> super important for, you know, um, I think people just to feel some goodness in what people are going through and um, and share the good that's going on. And you and I have worked together for six months, is it? Five, yeah, six not months? Not quite that long. A, a few, few, months, a like few months. Yeah. Yeah and uh so tell everyone why why because you watched one of my yeah.
1: youtube videos
0: and you're like hey <laughs> so tell yeah. about yourself a little bit
1: absolutely well i do believe it was divine divinely guided that you and i were able to connect on a more personal level than just what i um watched on youtube and things in facebook etc but I resonated with you because I, too, was a single mom and very career focused and also on a spiritual path of which I've been a seeker for quite some time. Yeah. And there are a lot of times that I get triggered by some of the follow your bliss uh, messages that a lot of times in the spiritual community were told because... I have a lot of self-imposed and still one of the reasons I'm working with you is to try to kind of dismantle those self-imposed beliefs of, I can't take as much risk being a single mom. Right. I, I need something that's more balanced, more than income because I'm a single mom and I'm limited because I'm a single mom. So I'm still in full disclosure to all those other single moms out there. That that is a daily uh, lesson for me of surrender, of surrender of at a cosmic level. I chose to be a single mom. I fight that because I had a lot of fantasy beliefs of uh, when I became a parent, how that should look, how I wanted it to look. Mm. And I think a little bit different. Uh, than probably most of your audience is that I'm a a lesbian. And so all of my children were planned right down to the second of how they were going to come into my life, and how I wanted that to look. And I waited until I was at a single or at a certain income level. And at the time, I did have a partner. And it had always been my goal that one of us would choose to stay home. So I, I didn't have any fantasies of of how much work it would be to be a parent. But I definitely never would have chosen on my own to have a high demanding career and also manage children. And let alone, now that I've been doing this solely 100% by myself for seven years, would have chosen to do that without being able to kind of do a tag team, like, you know Mm -hmm. what, I'm at my limit. Here you go. It's your turn. Even if it was in some sort of co-parenting type of arrangement, what I'm learning and continue to learn is no matter where we're at in life, whether it be career or be children, there's always a positive and a negative way to view it. And where the spiritual... where the spiritual discipline comes in and um, A Course of Miracles helps with this too, is is really being able to call on spirit for the eyes to see it in a way that it feels pleasing. And when it feels right. pleasing, then you know that you're on to something. And I'm a fixer. I'm a Virgo. So I have seen in my entire life that everything that's wrong, I fixate on how can it be better, which just law of attraction gives me more crap to fix and also more ideas of what's wrong. Right. Um, so I know now, in having done this 100% of the time for seven years and being very resentful and very much wanting to blame. Now that I'm kind of on the other side, my youngest is, is 12 or 13, oh my God. See, you do forget time when you're a single mom.
0: I know, because it goes by so
1: fast. Yeah. Well, And you're in survival mode. Right. Um, more so I think than, I, I think everybody's in survival mode in these days if you're working in parenting. So one of the lessons I learned was, I'm not alone if you're you have a demanding job, which I don't care if you work at Target, bagging groceries that can be a demanding job when you're doing that and parenting but a high stress i'm in sales um i'm currently a vp like there there's a lot of stress that comes with title with expectations with sales right so but if you're have your eye off the ball parenting you still can't really drop that parenting ball. So right. what I learned is why I wanted to say, I'm a single mom and this really sucks. The truth is I am a working mom mm. and the pressure of trying to be a working mom. And most families that I've observed from a heterosexual standpoint is still the mom is kind of subliminally or subconsciously yeah. required to do way more, whether we define it that way and and, and no offense to any, men, if there's any men listening, um, that you do less, but there is just something intrinsic in the mom that is more so overthinking, overmanaging, wanting to um, anticipate needs. And if you're a type A personality, like Julie and I are, which again is <laughs> um, it's that manic mode of what's next, what's next, what's next, so that I can get to the moment where things are calm and I can relax. Well, right. And so is, that
0: that is actually, can I just interrupt here? Because yes, that um, is actually where a lot of people get gummed up with their money. Like they think like if I just keep working, I keep getting promoted, I keep paying the bills, yes. blah, 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 then I'm gonna arrive at this place. Yes. That you never actually arrive to
1: guilty and same with and, me
0: and and I think it's super important for people to hear that loud and clear and if I could just say there are a couple nuggets that you brought up along the way if I can just highlight them for people is that you know before we got on today I asked you I go so do you see yourself as a single mom or a divorced mom <laughs> and you were like single moms I'm doing it by myself and it's interesting because I have a lot of divorced moms that also feel like they're a single mom, even if they actually do get some support. Right. And I, and and it ties into the pattern that you talked about with the overworking and overthinking and uh, over, you know, Anticipating. everything. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have to realize as women, we choose that. And Because on the inside, we choose that. And I believe, and if any of you have watched any of my Awaken Your Relationships with Rita Hickman, she always talks about that there are six coping mechanisms for stress in our life. Mm. And one of them is control. So Mm. I think that us women do that because we're just trying to control it to have predictable outcomes. So it grounds us more to make us feel less stressful. Yes. It's not a bad thing. We just do it because of the fact that we're just trying to manage it all. And the outside world can't show up differently until you change that in the inside of yourself. Mm -hmm. And the true, the, the same is true when I look at women forever are not being paid what their counterpart male parts get paid. And I'm like this, we can blame it on the corporations. We can blame it on the history. We can, we do everything. But we're in a reflective universe. It's a hologram that we all live in. And mm-hmm. so energetically, if we don't have the belief system inside of ourselves that we are worth the same pay or worth the same stuff, then it can never show up on the other side. No different than love. Like, until you extremely self-love yourself, nobody can show up and love you to the level that you want and desire to be loved because... You don't love yourself that much. And when I was first taught this, I was like, are you kidding? Like, I'm like, going, I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah. And so I'm I'm a finance person, right? I'm left right brain logical. So I had to go find the science behind this. And, and if anyone wants to see the science out there, Greg Braden's YouTube channel has all the science behind all this. He is merging spirituality and science and his stuff talks all about it. And where I now understand, because I'm now living it going, oh, so even if they are my ex, so let's just say an example, and Angela, you and I have talked about this individually, but let's just say if you let go of the single mom archetype, if you will, Mm -hmm. right? If that story, because I like to call them stories, because there are storylines that we've attached to that create what I'll call our suffering patterns, the things that don't Mm -hmm. make us happy, right? They don't make us giggle. They actually stress us out and, and don't make us happy. So if we were to take that storyline of being a single mom and if you shifted that inside of yourself with the intention of how would you like that to shift? So I'll take you off the hot seat and talk about myself because um, and, and you can shed anything in your world if you want afterwards. So like when I started to shift, um, thinking about I could go down the whole pattern with my ex in terms of. Well, I pay all the alimony and I'm the only one that works. And I now see my kids more than I ever have because I have 50% custody. And I was very cautious all along the way to say, because when people hear about what I pay in alimony and all the other stuff, they're like, are you nuts? And I'm like, I can't go to that place.
1: It's a rabbit hole.
0: Well, because... I I wanted to stay in the place of I chose every ounce of that because and why did I choose that at that decision point when I was like, we had a divorce that lasted 11 months and it cost me $600,000 because I was being attacked by forensic auditors, other accountants, attorneys, a team was hired for my kids to have attorneys and I, I needed the bleeding to stop. So to make the bleeding stop, that was what I chose at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I was grateful that that moment came. I literally said a prayer one day, God, I cannot do this anymore. You have to fix something. Universe, whatever, God, universe, whatever your belief system is. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just literally looked up the sky going, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired of auditors just showing up in my office. I'm tired of trying to live both worlds like, Let's move on and move into what we want to create tomorrow. And literally there was a life event that happened that exact week. Hmm. And within four days of that life event that occurred that affected me, my kids and my ex, he came to me and said, I want X, Y, and Z. And if you do it, it's done Friday. I said, okay. Mm -hmm. So this is where I want us to realize we are the creators of our lives so if we start to put the intention so if you put go back to your single mom thing right because mm-hmm. it's all everyone realized this is so entangled with our money why mm-hmm. because money is the distractor to actually get into the real stuff right because the money is just the result of everything else in your life so like let's just say you wanted your um your ex to actually pay more in alimony or spend more time like you are never going to convince an ex to ever do any of those things, especially if you're not on good terms. Right.
1: But it, if it, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there's a few things that are jumping out at me. First of all, it, you mentioned intention, and I think mm-hmm. there's intention. Um, And I agree with you on that. We have to change the story. But mm-hmm. what I've learned in my my path is a I I kept wanting to wrestle my story down to the ground and get like feedback and validation that how I was seeing it was the same. And and I don't know why I spent so much energy there because it didn't really matter because it is what is. But
0: it's what our ego minds do. It's, it, but, uh, it. I
1: think what I've learned, and if you go into any 12 step or any really spiritual practice, it's a you've got to ask for help. And the only time that you know you ask for help is when you get to that end. Yeah. And I'm going to challenge that you and I, our ends are Uh, deeper and wider than most because we have been so high functioning. So our gift becomes almost the curse in that that I'll (laughs) I'll figure this out. Or I'm very persuasive. I'm a very strong personality. So I can like pinpoint why my my ex of 10 years should have done everything differently. And so it was a fight to how can you not do this? What are you thinking? I'm so mad at you. To flipping it to like, oh, my God, my kids aren't able to be in that environment. They're not getting the care that I would need. And now I can't control it. And and then I'm resentful because they would come back and they'd be acting out all over the place. And I'd be like, oh, my God, now I'm having to undo your incompetence. And then it was just that kind of fight. Yep. Um. And pushing like, if this is how you're gonna be, don't bother, just leave. And then it was, okay, they just left. And now it was like, oh my God, you're leaving by myself. Like it was, or leaving right. me by myself when I right. didn't, as even though I carried two of them, I adopted one of them. Again, it was a very conscious choice on how to parenting, Then I was stuck in the I would have never chosen three had I known I was (laughs) going to be by myself. And I also got stuck in the well, I wouldn't have chosen three if I would have known that a relationship wouldn't end. And so it goes back to and one of the reasons that I think this interview on public is so important is we need the reality, not the Facebook mm-hmm. moments, not the Instagram moments. And and the truth is, even if you have a great co-parenting relationship with your ex, nobody signs up to parent 50% of the time or 25% of it's the time. It's very,
0: very, very sobering to realize I am missing 50% of my children's childhood.
1: Absolutely. It's so again, it, it gets into that story that nothing really ever does feel good. Right. Because there's a fantasy thinking And I mean, obviously, with the divorce rate in our country with or without kids, (laughs) we, we, again, nobody gets married with a, I'm going to be the one that gets divorced and I'm planning on getting a divorce. So no matter what our life purpose is, it is safe to say it's not going to go the way you planned it. So I am the personality that fights it to be like, oh, the hell it's not. I (laughs) beg to differ. And for the longest time, (laughs) pre-kids. I'm a little
0: familiar with that kind.
1: uh, The (laughs) pre-kids, what always fixed my angst was more money. And I have no problem working two jobs. I did it through high school. I did it through my 20s. Like that fixed it. And like you said, that was a distraction that kept off the real angst of accepting life on life's terms when it isn't what I thought I wanted.
0: Okay. And this is what I want to point out. So whether it's the money piece, the relationship piece, the love piece, what I am finding every person, man and female right now, male and female, we are all being called to pull up and honor and operate from Our divine feminine energies within us. So each of us human beings have masculine and feminine energies. That's why in homosexual couples, you have one that's more masculine, one that's more feminine. Like you see it all the time. It doesn't matter on your physiology. It's we all have masculine and feminine energies. And women have become extremely masculine to be a provider and to be out in the workforce. And so what we lost along the way was what our real power sits in. And that's the divine feminine side of ourselves. And you mentioned that it's the allowing, it's mm-hmm. the accepting, it's the following your intuition and then adding your intellect after your intuitive gut check. Right. Um, and collaborating mm-hmm. with others as opposed to competition and doing feminine is being as opposed to doing you know, Mm -hmm. um, attracting versus pushing. Right. And so it's like draw things into you. And I talk about this. So how, how it shows up money wise is the fact that, um, I just recently had this happen in my business world that I haven't shared with you. And I know you've had a couple of these things in your business world too. So if, if something, maybe it strikes you to share something, please do. Um, I had set out going, I need more financial planners that already get what I do to be part of my, team because it's ramping up and more people. And I'm like, and I'm not really sure exactly financially how that's all going to be afforded, but can you just figure that all out? And Mm -hmm. I literally put the order into my meditations to the universe going, all right, figure it out. And um, literally what happened was I was on a podcast with um, Aaron Doughty, somebody who's a, a spiritual awakening guy on YouTube, and he has like over a million YouTube followers this girl calls me from LA. Hey, by the way, I uh, saw my girlfriend said, I have to watch your podcast because you do what I have been going to school for. I just got my financial therapy degree, but I work at Wells Fargo and I don't fit here. And I'm (laughs) looking for a place like yours. She literally starts January 17th. Nice. And then a month later, uh, you and I have talked about Panash Desai, who's one of my mentors that I worked a lot with. And he is working with somebody, refers her to me. She's from New York and she calls me up and she's like, I need to leave the place I'm at. I, I, I need to integrate, you know, the spirituality and life planning into financial planning. I'd love to talk about how we could do that together. So here I'm sitting here going, well, I got two great planners, additional planners now because I have a couple already. And I'm like, well, how does that work? Literally two weeks ago, get a phone call. One of the business colleagues I have says, Hey, I know this female financial planner who's she was about to sell her business somewhere and their financing broke out, broke it, broke it down. And uh, she needs, she's looking for somebody to buy her business. I called this woman up. We're chatting right before Christmas. She, everything is in common with us. Everything. We even started at the same financial firm in our careers. She's just 20 Mm. years older than me. And We do the same thing with our client bases, use the same softwares. We do the same kind of stuff. And the only difference is, is she uses a different uh, client management system than I do. Like that is like minor. And literally we're in the process of closing the deal. So my business is going to double. And I have these two other planners and I'm like sitting here going, you can't plan this stuff. And, Mm -mm. And you mentioned a couple things that are about this. Like I want all the women to hear that you can't plan this. As much as we like to get our pad of paper and pen out and write it all down, structure it and plan it all out, the magic is in what you have no clue how it's going to turn out.
1: But can I also say that you have to get to the point where you're going to say no to that that doesn't fit. And I will just talk say about that, it, please. And and I will just say that I had this in my romantic relationships because I've dated, tried to date a lot um, since I've been single. And, and there was a lot of stories around that. And I met some great people. I met a lot of people that had partly what I wanted, but a lot of it wasn't what I wanted. And I stayed on far too long. But probably the past six months when I dated, when it became very clear it wasn't a match. I was just kind about it, which was different than pointing yeah. out as opposed reasons, to like ah, right. As yeah, opposed as to-, to you know, I don't know how you've been able to do this, this, and this, and let me tell you all the ways that you're oh! screwed up. You know, which is I think some ladies
0: the- might be able to resonate
1: with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but instead, I recognize, and I had to get to the point where you know what? While my heart's desire is a divine partner, I'm not going to. I'd rather be by myself than not have all the boxes checked. And the minute I was able to kind of demonstrate that a couple of times, which it sounds like to me, you've done in your, your career with this latest sure. thing, boom, a divine partner shows up. Now I'm skeptical at this point. Cause I'm like, I'm not really sure everything that I have it's on like, my list. Can I fix myself? Is this really happening? Yeah. Well, and I just kind of said, I said, you know, I, I am a high achiever. Perhaps all my boxes aren't realistic. And you know what? well-meaning friends would say the same thing. Well, you're not going to get all your boxes checked. And I'm like, well, if I'm not, then I'm just going to be by myself.
0: Exactly. And walks
1: now my divine partner. Is that your it, new Facebook profile? Yeah, picture? I was going to ask you that is. today. Wow. And it, oh, and it, what's are, her name? Her name is Renee. And, and it has, uh, thank you. And it's been magic. <laughs> and just like you're saying with like, you can't make this up. Every right. time we turn around, we're like, Oh, my gosh, another sign. Oh, my gosh, another sign. Oh, my gosh. How how can I be so lucky? But again, I did the work. And whether that's your job, whether that's your relationship, whether that's self-care, there is some work that has to come in. And, And again, I think that's what needs to be represented to all working moms. Cause like I said, I, I, I think a lot of my angst, a lot of my suffering was trying to balance it all. And like any addiction, the only way to true freedom is to surrender that it's a problem and right. you can't do it. Well, and, and you this, don't know how it's going to uncover or right. unfold.
0: Right. So I always talk about, so in my first book, the emotion behind money, I talk about how There's there's you on a soul level in the center. And then Mm -hmm. there's your financial life, your work life, your personal life, your family life. And those are all the things surrounding. We have been taught in our society to like create the work life you want based on how much money they're giving you. Right. Like, no, no, no. You have Mm -mm. to base the work life on what you're passionate and purpose about, purposeful about, and then more money shows up for you. Because even if temporarily you wind up in a window where there's money coming in, at some juncture, it's going to leak out. It might leak out from a divorce because you spent too much time at that career, not enough time with your family, or it could leak out the fact that you burn out and you've burnt out Mm -hmm. your health. And then you're paying for all these medical bills. Like when we don't balance and harmonize Mm -hmm. and and build your wealth, it's a subtitle of my book. It's build your wealth from the inside out, not the outside in. And what starts to happen every person I have worked with, and you just illustrated, there's one area that cracks open before any other area cracks open. Mm -hmm. And so yours is the relationship piece like that. Mm -hmm. That's like your opening, right? So now when you learn to do that on in the relationship front, you're kind of going, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So like, we've let's, let's, let's make a bridge here to something else in your world that we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. So your ideal home, Mm-hmm. Right? Can you tell everybody yep. about the ideal place that you'd love to live?
1: <laughs> I want to live on water and with lots of trees. And well, I mean, again, one of the magics is my partner owns land on a river. <laughs> <laughs> that's just sitting there waiting He's for a home to there. be yeah, built. That's like yeah. amazing to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So my partner. Okay. Can we can I, we
0: actually tell people? So one of the assignments <laughs> I gave Angela was you need to just go start walking in neighborhoods mm-hmm. that have trees and water. Just start putting your energy into these neighborhoods. And do you remember what you said to me the last time, right after that appointment, what you said? I go, did you go walking in those neighborhoods?
1: I did. Like, I think I probably you know, said, yes, it made me feel worse because I'm like, how do I...
0: these people do this? Well, I didn't want to walk. So I just drove through.
1: <laughs> oh, well that it is. I am in the Midwest. It is winter. No, no, no. So. I get it.
0: But, but, but I, I, what I want to illustrate there is that when we feel like it's so far fetched to have something mm-hmm. like that, that's your ideal. We do mm-hmm. things like drive through to go through quickly. Cause we don't, we don't, Cause we don't want to feel the pain of not hit or not
1: being there. Yeah. Again.
0: Right. But These I, I are also subtle things.
1: I agree. But I also, for me has to be full acceptance of the fact if that didn't come, I would be okay. Because totally. the pain of wanting it and feeling like it's not going to come is what really needs to be reconciled so that it can come.
0: And so it- pain of not a feeling as if it's not coming is actually what creates it not to come.
1: Exactly, the because the law of attraction, right? Yes, the absence right. of it. So right. it is again praying to a divine source. Course of Miracles talks about having eyes to see with help from the Holy Spirit. Like there, no matter mm-hmm. what religion, it's surrender to what is, yep. and find gratitude in what is. And my gratitude in the past was always a fear of, oh, my God, it could be worse instead <laughs> of like, well, today, this is the career I've been given. I want right. to show up and be my best self and give an honest day's work until the next thing opens up, as opposed to I hate this. There's got to be more. And, and I wanted to circle back, too about your income difference with women versus men. Part of our inability as women, as mothers, as working mothers, um, to be able to kind of find this is normal is the fact that we don't have normal things being reflected back to us. For example, if we knew what men made doing the same job, I honestly feel like my personality would have no problem going in and kind of putting a boundary like, Hey, if you want me, you're going to have, but it's all hidden same right. way if we really knew behind closed doors kind of the chaos of right. working moms then we wouldn't feel like crap when we see on facebook that they were able to take their entire family to disney world and everybody looks happy nobody's right. saying you know what part of parenting is this chaos and that's okay to embrace it because yep. that's temporary and fleeting yep. and also a gift of what you'll miss When like me, I'm like, I look back and I missed a lot because I was in such survival mode and I was seeking what I thought I wanted from a fantasy perspective, as opposed to learning to accept what is.
0: Right. And so So, sometimes when, um, like if we, let's just say an example, we knew that number of what the men made, let's go, let's go there. Right. So that is going back to some old patterning. And here's how, because it puts you back into your noodle and it puts you back into the masculine energy mm-hmm. of like competition. And, and, and so hear me out on this one. So like what I will do is, um, so if you know, so you may not know in your mind, but your heart knows, cause we all have this body intelligence. I have been spending a lot of time with people lately, men included, getting them to make decisions not from their head, but Mm -hmm. from their body. We have ignored, like the DNA strands through our bodies have been around for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So our bodies are hardwired to tell us the answers, but we've ignored. And part of the ignoring is we're eating too much, we're drinking too much, we're not sleeping enough. Like All that is turning off your greatest signal that you have, and that's your body. Until it gets so bad that you can't ignore the health stuff that's coming up. So, so if I would ask, um, let's. Are you ready to play? You want to play? Sure. <laughs> okay. So this is what I would do if someone was sitting in front of me. So close your eyes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Take a deep breath in. Blow it out. <sighs> How much income do you deserve every year?
1: Well, I'm not going to say that under ah! <laughs> being recorded.
0: But okay. you so and I you have talked have about the number. that. You have the number yes. though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do you see how it's swept in? You're like, I know the number. Mm-hmm. So often what happens is people get that first, I know the number. And you and I have done this a couple times. Mm-hmm. So, but when we were first doing it, what it was is you would then negotiate it away in your brain. And everybody sure. does that because we, we justify why that can't be reality or whether it can be reality. But your body actually, because if your body relaxes and you feel grounded, that's the answer. If it gives you anxiety and you go up with it and you start contracting, then that's not the answer.
1: But it could even go further of taking money off the table and say, why does that figure is what you think you want. What is the life that you need? So as a mom, for the longest time, I was like, I need to hire some help. I need to hire help in the way that it feels good to me that if they don't show up for my kids the way I want, I can fire them and hire somebody differently. So it's like, instead of manifesting a dollar amount, it's, maybe it's a neighbor that's a grandmother that wants kids and would do it for free. And I've just limited that because I think if I make this income, then I can hire an au pair. I can do, which I've done in the past. And it it still wasn't right for me. Yeah. we Again, we so, have this ideal right? the
0: universe doesn't show up in our ideals. It shows up right. in how it's meant to, for you to grow to the next place.
1: Exactly. So if we get to the root of I really just needed to feel like I was supported, Mm -hmm. and that I would be okay. I couldn't access that without saying, "But if I made this much money, then I would be okay." (laughs) And and finally, and then, or I'd use it to beat myself up, like, "Well, I know I make so much more than that person. Why do they get all those things, and I still feel like it's not enough? Like, where is that not enough?" Well, and what I have learned is,
0: yep, when I start working with people that number's always way higher. And then when people realize they're not in the jobs that feed their heart and soul, mm-hmm. I keep asking them like, well, what's the number until you decide to get out? You know, right. like how much right. do you have to amass? How and it, it always shrinks, you know, mm-hmm. because you can only negotiate your heart and soul away for so long before it creates disease in your body. Mm-hmm. And, and so when we really start to figure out to your point, what our needs and our wants are, you know, you may still want to have somebody around the house, you know, like, I don't need my nanny to be here. But you know what, I kind of like have a wife at home. Like, that's literally (laughs) like, because I'm like, okay, today, can you do the laundry today? Can you today she's taking down my Christmas tree, you know, and it's like, I just don't have to do that. And it's like, right. and, And she's not changing baby diapers anymore. But she's <laughs> she's helping me with whatever that task is of the day that makes my life easier. And I told her, I said, as long as you want to work here, you have a job. And she's like, well, the kids are getting older. I'm like, I could care less. Uh, right. I'll, all the way to the point that you want to retire. I'm like.
1: <laughs> right because that's the other lie right no we're always changing so therefore our needs and desires change and it's being able to be present in the moment and grateful for what is which is a full-time job once you get there then i know the ideas come because then you're not in that scrambling state if i just have this then that then that and that game changes and sometimes you need to experience that game Mm -hmm. of everything outside. Once it's there, I'll be okay. You have to kind of have that game, play it out to say, oh, now it's a different set of desires and challenges instead of just right now, present moment. I want to connect right now, present moment. I want to see love.
0: Right. Right. So tell me how, when you first became a single mom and how it's worked through the years, (laughs) how do you, how do you feel about um, being open to receiving
1: support? Not good, still, to this day. (laughs) Tell tell, tell, Uh, tell us more about that. Well, it's uncomfortable for me to ask and be worried that the answer is going to be, I can't do that because I'm able, being an empath, to automatically see it from their side, how that's they're already at their full capacity. So, of course, me asking more. So I haven't been able to detach and just say, that is the right to say no. I'm going to ask and trust if it's brought up to me to ask that. There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it's that surrender and being okay with that vulnerability and not devastated when I'm like, I only ask for help when I'm depleted. So when you say no, you might as well just walk me down to the hospital because you're my last hope. You know, it's it's taken time to learn how, um, I mean, I don't know about you, but even getting help from my kids, a oh, lot absolutely. of it, a lot of my self-healing, my self-care has been to reframe cleaning my 13-year-old's room because it makes me feel better as opposed to trying to do a persuasive argument. And I'm a great salesperson. <laughs> um That energy of trying to convince her why she should, why it's helpful for when she's a grown up, why it's hard on me and I need help. All of that energy went away when I could be okay with, you know what? I want a room clean because I feel good and it takes me 10 minutes. So a lot of it is learning to take care of it myself for my own self need. right? And then to know if I've recognize sooner Mm. when it's too much right I also had to get rid of I I, ironically all the relationships that I've been in prior to this one did not recognize boundaries so if I said I'm at my limit and raise my hand like the white flag that didn't stop them and then I just (laughs) let it go well, that was on me because right. the only way that I could really set a boundary was like losing my shit and saying, Oh my God, how much do I have to show you? I'm gonna. So once I learned to only allow people into right. my life, that when I say, Hey, too much right now, they're like, Oh, no problem. Let me know when we can readdress that. And that was like a huge life well, lesson. And for I, me I too. have
0: found that in this process, so going back to that, us women need to step more into our power, which is the feminine and then followed by mm-hmm. the masculine. And this mm-hmm. is also realizing that we will recreate the next layer of that suffering pattern. So like yep. you hire somebody to come in, <laughs> you're finally saying, okay, I'm going to click in support. And then how many of us ladies, like they even have the names of it, like stitch and bitch clubs and like. You know, mm-hmm. like there's all kinds of like get along with your your girlies and right. Mm-hmm. And um the challenge is is that often what I find is so I and I witness this that call in the support, but then we then complain that people don't show up the way that we desire them to show up. Right. But we have not learned how to articulate and ask mm-hmm. for exactly what we want. True. And I noticed this when um My daughters, one of them particularly, kept saying, um, well, the cleaning lady doesn't put my stuff away the right way. (laughs) I can't ever find it. And I'm like going, "Um, I'm one of 12 children. Mm -hmm. You have a cleaning lady. I didn't have a cleaning lady. Right. I was like, like, ooh, I have to help her build a muscle here. And because I always talk about building muscles, but there's also communication muscles. And this is going back to self-love and self-care going, oh, if she's ever going to be in business or whatever she does in her career, she's going to have to learn how to effectively collaborate and work with other people. And it's like, oh, well, people don't really know if there's an issue unless you bring it to them. And it was interesting to watch how she was so nervous to speak her truth because in other parts of her life, she's, you know, my kids go to a private school and it's very much so, you know put the uniform on, you know, you you fall in line. And and a lot of parenting is like that. You have to give your kids yellow lines to, you know, boundaries. But in the same token, when they start to grow up, you gotta kind of loosen the the rope so that they can start to, you know, build their own muscles. And um and I and it comes in different things. Like you think about like your your daughter's bedroom. Well, I find that if somebody's bedroom is like that, their car eventually is like that. And then even how they handle their money is like that. Like they won't be able to keep cash and they have all this debt. Like that's where it can morph to because it's all emotional processing.
1: And well, and I would also say you being one of 12, Mm -hmm. I had, I grew up in, I really wasn't a focus point from my perspective on, I, I wasn't a planned child. So I did the opposite with my children. Like I never want them to feel like they're nope. a disruption. Nope. I purposely planned them and intent. I don't want them to suffer. And I want them to know their needs matter because I didn't feel like that was a case right. for me. Well, just like your daughter having a cleaning lady, because I'm sure with 12 people, you guys constantly clean and I would have to th- think, at a subconscious level, you're like, I never want my kids to feel like they're my slave. Exactly. I want them to be able to have fun and create, again, a fantasy. Of it what all we starts think with good intention, and, right? Right. So it's kind of the same thing. I wanted my kids to go to a very diverse school. Well, right. that is a wonderful thing. And there's some negative things because of that. So here's where the life lesson and the spiritual lesson comes in. I can focus on all the negative. I can focus on the fact that I've created spoiled children because I wasn't spoiled. Or I could flip the switch and say, I'm really lucky that I intentionally want my children to not have to work harder than they should at the age that they are. And I'm also responsible for creating children that will be fully self-sufficient as grownups and help me universe help me god find that balance so that i'm not over exerting right. myself trying to sell them a bill of goods that they're like yeah well if i don't do it mama clean it right and also raise spoiled entitled children <laughs> that think they need to make five hundred thousand a year at Cashiering at Target because we've got that side in our world right now too. Like, what is, and that's where I think if we can be more visible on what is a fair income for that job, then I can tell you if I'm willing to put in the work for that job. But everything's so secretive. Saying that because here's why is it
0: take take investing as a great example of this. Yes, there is no disclosure. And how much you pay your financial professionals out there. There is starting to be disclosure. Since the day I got in the business, it always bugged me that it was always like I was literally people would come to me as I go to parties and I'd be like, well, what do you do for a living? I'm like, oh, I'm a financial planner. And they'll be like, hey. And then they walk the other way, like I have a plague <laughs> or something. And it's because there's this underlying thing saying that oh, if you're in the finance world, I'm going to get taken advantage of because I don't really understand that world and I don't want to be ripped off. And so that's when I started charging consulting fees where you literally write me a check for my advice. And that way, you know your skin in the game Mm -hmm. and then you know what you're going to get in response to that. Then through the years, I've also, because I help people with investments and insurance products, I've only chosen to do business with those companies that not only tell you like what percentage you pay, mm-hmm. but the statements actually show you in dollars what you actually pay for an investment professional. Because we don't resonate with percentages as human beings. We resonate with actual dollars. And then what will I will always hear from people is, that's a lot of money for that account. I'm like, not really. Let me show you what you're paying on your old one, which right. before I told them, But it doesn't sink into us financially until we see it in dollars. And this awareness, it's about increased awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So why is it in our society, can't we just start speaking English to each other and say, this is what it is and this is what I want you to do for it? Does that work for you or does that not work for you? Mm-hmm. Why? Because well, I think you and I for it not to work right.
1: Because I think that paradigm is being blown up, and this was brought totally. about in conversation with God. One, I don't know if it was the first or the second book, where the dialogue was if somebody would say hey i paid five dollars for this item and i'm selling it for ten that people would be more apt to be okay with that but we we've gotten so greedy so entitled especially in our western culture that everything's secretive because there's been a lot of people making money at lower level so this is what so we need to blow it up and say this is what the job pays period everybody And you get to decide, is that income for you enough for what I'm asking you to do? You do it with nannies, but yes, we still know kind of what a fair wage is for nannies. I think as get more and definitely at the income that I'm at and you're above, it's secretive. That's why I said, I would like to have it be fair and disclose yeah. what everybody's paid. Right. And right. if somebody's has 20 extra years of experience, I can accept that they should be making more. But that not knowing is where you then start creating stories like, right. maybe well, I am way, overpaid for what I do. or maybe, Well, and this it,
0: is where I think a lot of working single moms... This is where the fear just keeps piling up, right? and we stay stuck. I just want to create really amazing, functional human beings in the world. So I want to be there as the best mom I possibly can be. And I want a fair shake, and I don't know if I'm getting it, and I don't know if I have the time to keep down to the detail. I'm like, can you just cut to the chase? I always say the best employee ever is a working mom because she doesn't have time to bullshit around. That's right. She's not going to be the coffee, cooler talker. She is not, she's going to get in there get her stuff done and get out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think what I want people to recognize, and, and you and I have both been, we've talked about this in terms of like the layers of fear that come up and, and you don't, you sometimes don't even know exactly where that layer of fear comes from, but you just recognize that it gives you hesitation right. that you're, you so so it's one thing to get the hit as to what your intuition or your heart's telling you to do. It's a whole other thing stepping into it. Once that's all right. the other, you know, right. subconscious belief systems, limiting belief systems from your subconscious mind start to kick in and start to go, well, but I'm afraid if I'm getting ripped. Off. And then it puts you in paralysis of analysis. And yes. And I really feel like um that's been the gift of this pandemic is that mm-hmm. it's eradicating fear. And those who are still in volumes of fear, COVID's gonna continue and keep doing its thing until we rise out of it. Mm-hmm. And so this is about us getting back into our power. Again, it goes back to accept the fact I, I have to laugh, you know, super smart parents at my children's school. I can't believe I'm like going, this is a place of faith, mm-hmm. right? It's an independent school, private school in the city that is affiliated with a Catholic Archdiocese here, that is extremely diverse in the city. They pride themselves that there's like 23 languages spoken. There's like 10 different religions. You know, different parts. Like it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. But they are trying to control a virus, and you can't control. It. And it's all fear based. 100 fear based. So you know, and and we can get into masks, no mask, vaccines, no vaccine. I actually I don't want to get into that. But um, but I'm saying that. So much of people's response systems I'm knowing recently are the fear. And it really actually doesn't have to do with the fear of what's going on right now. It comes from the younger version of you not feeling safe. Right. Of some experience when you were a child that is now coming up to heal. And so I think being a single mom triggers a lot of that. I think Mm -hmm. the pandemic triggered it more. Job security, economy security, that all triggers it. And just know that when it comes up, so have you, have you noticed anything coming up for you new recently?
1: Uh, No, but it's taken me years to start telling myself that no matter what people make, here's, here's what I, cause I, in fact, the audience might find it funny to know that I reached out to you originally saying, hey, you need to do something for single moms because I love to follow my bliss and follow my dream, but I've got three people that rely on me and I don't get to be me anymore. And what I had to do is get down to, and I've been very blessed at the amount of money I've made throughout my lifetime, but you can look at a family of five, six, seven, twelve 12 in your case that make what I would consider impossible money to make ends meet and somehow they do i look at i kept getting in my meditations that there's no starving birds that they each have a nest and -hmm. they each are guided to where their food is but we have gotten so i feel entitled that we are like, but that nest isn't big enough. And <laughs> I want 10 worms in my nest in case totally. this one goes bad.
0: And really,
1: it's <laughs> so terrifying of, <laughs> I will be shown what I need in the moment mm-hmm. because every one of God's creation is if we're tapped in to follow direction, but Mm -hmm. we can't have like one foot in this job while I'm like, okay, I'm over here. No, because you're giving mixed signals. But we also can't quit this job and say, I'll figure it out when you are responsible for other beings. So it is that crux in the middle of saying, I'm supposed to be here today because that is what is my heart is telling me there's some angst here. So I'm not sure how long that is. I'm going to journal what it kind of comes to me of things that I like, and I'm going to be grateful for where I am and I'll let it play out. Can I
0: share when you say that you are grateful for where you are, Mm -hmm. I want to connect some dots for people. That means you are accepting reality. The second step I walk every client through is accept the reality that you have created in your life. Yes. Because one, you are the creator. Two, um, you don't have anything else. Right. (laughs) Like There is like a layer of like finding being content in that reality on some level. Like even if, even if it's a big pile of poop that you're looking at. Yes. Find the gem in there. Find like, I am so grateful I have a roof over my head. I am so grateful. Like I'll say all the time uh, to get me out of paying and being the money person. It was not easy to get out of the reality of being divorced. And I just paid $600,000. Yeah. To it in 11 months. I worked really hard for that money. I didn't come from money. I built it all myself. And then I was like, my gratitude was always, I am grateful for the beautiful four children that I have. I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for my ex. I'm grateful for the kids. Because that was the only thing at that point that I could see was a gem because I was literally in a pile of shit from my perspective.
1: But here's the reality. Even when you jump to I manifest, and I have no doubt that I will, the income that I think I want to have. There now is a different set of pluses and minuses in that new space. I get a bigger house, there's a different set of pluses and minuses in that big space. So like now it's more to maintain, now it's whatever it is, Our job is to, again, accept reality that we did create it, even if it was at a subconscious level, but focus on the positives in the moment because it is, we can find negatives and everything including perfect health i could go to but it requires so much time discipline and working out right okay that is also the polarity of the universe that we're in it's where are we going to focus and continue reminding ourselves which is why it's so important that we live authentic and open so that again when we think we see people that have it better, we're aware, no, they have a different set of pluses and minuses and that to make it full circle back to being a single parent. I finally was able to say, there's a lot of things that were easier because if I wanted to pull them out of a school, I just pulled them out of a school. If I wanted them parented in a specific way, right, wrong, or indifferent, it was all up to me. (laughs) If I wanted to, Um, Take credit for the good things that they did. Nobody else can say, well, that's because I did it. So there were still very many positive things that came from something that I kept stomping my foot saying, but I didn't want it this way. I didn't want it this way. No, I actually wanted a fantasy that didn't exist. Same with being in a partnership. I, and my heart, want a divine partnership. It's now going to create different challenges and blessings. And it's going to be up to me to remind myself I wanted a divine union. And with that comes different life lessons. And I could, I'm sure my fantasy is going to be, well, it was easier when I was single, but it, it, that's not what I wanted. So it's right. going to be like, again, a well, reminder. And it's like,
0: I, I would always, and I would say that so You set the intention because that's one of the first, that's the first step that you and I, we brainstormed. What would you like your life to be? Right. And because if you only focused on your reality, it's hard to dream when you focus on your reality. Yes. And so no matter how much you feel like you're alone or, and you're working hard and like a lot of single moms will tell me going, well, I don't have any more time. And I'm like, okay, well we have to create the space in your mind And even if it's as little as put that meditation tape on while you go to sleep at night, because you're laying in your bed for a certain number of hours. So just have it work on your subconscious mind while you're sleeping. Right. Because I get that you have no time. And because that's how I started it 15 years ago. You know, it's just like, okay. And it's when you start. So you had set the intention that you wanted, like, this is your ideal home and what it looked like. And I think that's amazing that you got it in the same package. We have to detach from how it shows up. So like, um, so I would always detach from like the guy that I first dated right after my divorce. I was like, you know, I'm not going to set my intentions that I'd like to create this with him. No, 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 no. Don't get hooked. So that would be a recommendation for you. Like even though you guys are rocking and rolling, it feels amazing. You stay focused on this is the relationship you want to have and take the name out of it. Yes. Why? Because we come together and, and our souls are going to teach, to your point, teach each other the next layer of our evolution. And that might be standing up for yourself and that person then may go away when you fully mm-hmm. stand in your power. Or that person might grow with you. And, you know, I, I had someone tell me like, Oh, your next relationship is just going to show up exactly the same as your other relationship if you show up the exact same way. Exactly right. right. And it's totally true. And that happens financially too. Like you can get all your credit. You can get an inheritance or win the lottery and pay off all your debt, but you're just going to recreate it all over again if you haven't built the muscles to not process your emotions through your spending.
1: But again, if we had a teacher that said, this is a normal budget. I mean, has that been taught? Like, what is normal spending? No, we were like, well, that person bought a Jaguar. I should be able to buy a Jaguar. And we don't know. But we
0: don't say, like, is that really even important to me? Like, I will challenge people going, it's cool. It's an opportunity. It may be something. But before you ever got exposed to it, was it ever something you're like, I got to go do have that or do that? And usually it's No. And it's just because you're trying to get that short term happiness charge because you're having some discontent going on inside. And and in reality, before we spend or blame it on us, you know, your partner or whoever, it's about, oh, what's going on inside of me? Like, let's take your even your daughter's bedroom or my daughter's bedroom, for that Mm matter. What's what emotionally is going on that all of her stuff is in disarray around her room because the outside matches the inside. So mm-hmm. like when, and I've watched my kids and I'm sure you've seen yours do this too. They go through stages where it's like a tornado and then other times it's okay. Mm-hmm. And when it's a tornado, that's when I go, what's going on? How you feeling? Cause to me, emotions are unmet needs. Yep. And so I'm always like, well, what's your unmet need? And Because we also don't, we are not taught, not only are we not taught like from a budget, but we're also not taught to um, ask what our needs are in the moment. Like we we don't even know how to put words to our emotional needs because most of us Mm -hmm. haven't been taught because we were taught to chalk it up, suck it up and move on because that's the survival mechanism. That's all fear-based that so many of us grew up in, in the system, right? That it's more fear-based, like get in line do this, be on time, th- 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 all this stuff of like, okay, so I just have to like swoop all that aside. If I'm having a bad morning, it doesn't matter. I still have to be at school at this time because otherwise I'm not going to be late. Like I'll tell my kids, like, I don't want to be late all the time, but I am not going to sweat if we're late. Like we're flowing. We did our best and something came up with one of y'all and we had to address it. Right. So what? So what? And that's also like, I have a lot of people financially, um, regret some of the decisions that they've made. You know, some people don't live enough and they squirrel it all away and they hoard it. Right. And they don't live enough. And some people live way too much and now they're like pigeonholed themselves for the next decade of their lives. Right. And so that's all processing because we're not looking at, well, what needs do I not have that are not met? And so often, if we just sit with those feelings, the way out of all the scenarios that we talked about. Is you literally just have to feel the feelings that have been unfelt from your past.
1: Yes, that's it. That's it. And if you don't, it'll keep showing up until you surrender. So, right. <laughs> you can choose not to and wait. Right. Right. <laughs> you, no one's getting out of this life without doing it. Right. So I guess um, what
0: questions? Now that we've done this a few times, um, what questions do you have? Like as you watch things evolve, obviously the relationships, the update. What other mm-hmm. questions do you have for me in in your journey and in, in the next?
1: I don't. I think it's all about community and reminders. And Mm. the more that we can unite and share without complaining, but share reality and be reminded of here's how here's your way out. Uh, I think the more that we can do that, the more is is service and everything I read said to be truly content and satisfied with this life. It is all about service. So learn so that you can share how to, how others can get out.
0: Do you remember, I think it was our first session together. Um, I had asked you, uh, I don't remember exactly how, how it came up, but it was, you had listed off the things that drive you crazy. I think I ran you through the exercise of, you know, what are the, the traits of some, the person you love the most, the traits that you drive you the most nuts about somebody else. Yeah, And then that's reflective of who you are because those people are in your life because of that. And do you remember um, the list that drove you crazy?
1: No. Was this a trick question?
0: No, it was all the feminine traits. It was what, what, when you just said, it's all about creating community. It's about community. Mm -hmm. I just, what, what I got was she has cracked open her divine feminine because Mm -hmm. when I first met you, it was
1: harsh. Oh yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't.
0: Have, I don't want anything to do with that. That stuff drives me crazy. The softer, the being, not the yeah. doing. You know, it was yes. all the softer stuff—the allowing, the accepting—like those drove you nuts.
1: But it's both and, right? It's a razor's edge because I love my masculine side and what it has brought mm-hmm. to me. And it's more about integrating it all. I don't want to give that up, but no, I want to right. heal it. So it, it, and most of us usually slant one side or the other. So it is about bringing it into full balance.
0: Right. And, and I would say that, um, when we deny, so at that point, I think the awareness and correct me if I'm wrong, but the awareness that came to you is that you are in denial of a part of you. Mm-hmm. And that's why that other person drove you crazy. Because those were parts within you that you were in denial of and that you didn't honor or adore
1: or value. Correct. And I right. dated a lot of takers. And mm. I saw them as not doing the hard stuff and wanting the easy way right. out. And then I do think in most personalities, you're either an overgiver or an overtaker. So totally. again, yeah, it's about together, the yin and the yang. Yes. Yeah, so it's right. about deciding that, well, I'm resentful because I'd like to do a little taking and I'm not allowing myself <laughs> to do some taking. Right. And hope right. and then I'll <laughs> align enough that you meet and match with somebody mm. that is the same. Like, you know what? I'm going to give right now because I know I also can take. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it was both. And which is another life lesson. It's always yeah. both.
0: And well, I am so grateful that you shared today because I think it really is more helpful, um, for people to see someone live living it, you yeah. know, and, um, Those of you watching, it all starts with the dream. You have to decide what you want to create next. And sometimes that seems like too big of a um, something to take on. But start with the one that's the easiest. Like dream about like if, if it's your career, that's the easiest to dream about of what you want to do next. Have it be that if it's, you know, your family life, do that. Do which is the easiest next step so that you can start to feel that expansion and, mm. and I always say, find your giggle. You said it earlier. It's like, what makes you happy? Like, just follow right. more of that because that right. is showing you that that's an alignment with your heart and soul. And Amen. We, we've forgotten to do that in our work and in our family lives. Like, why can't we? Why can't we? And, and hopefully the world is waking up more to that. Any other words to the wise Any more for anybody watching?
1: I think we're good. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.